Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday. That means it's time for the Wrestling Inc. NXT After Show. And have we got a show for you. We had Kehlani Jordan. We had Fallon Henley. And we even had Lola Vice, as well as some other stars on tonight. But before we talk about any of them, allow me to introduce (laughs) the rest of the crew I'm Jack Farmer being joined by NYC Demon Diva and Flo Bo Boyce. It's the new team. The we call, we'll, we'll be the thrown together trios team, I guess. Uh, before we get started, as we allow everyone to settle in and find their seats. Flobo, good buddy. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. Every time I hear that, ah, yes, I feel that electricity coursing through my veins. Daddy, let's do it. <laughs> now... Isa, I'm sure you're excited. This is going to be a very big episode. I'm hoping we're going to get like a million likes on this video. How are you doing? By the way, I forgot to mention, you got the ears back. They're the same. I did some surgery. They are uh, hanging on by a thread. This is, they're in a coma right now. You know, if I move the wrong way, I'll lose my sound. But this is, we got to do what we got to do right now. But yeah, I love tonight's episode of NXT. I can't wait to talk about it with the both of you. Yeah, you got you got. Are you weekend at Bernie's? The uh, the, yes. uh, the, 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 the I refuse to let go. I refuse <laughs> to let go. Okay, this is like we're we're in the Titanic, and, and and I'm holding on to Jack. Jack is the headsets, you know, and I'm never letting go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we have a great show. I just want to just so everyone understands uh, what the show is going to be today, because obviously today is a massive episode or a massive day in pro wrestling today we are only covering nxt tomorrow at noon we're going to be doing the aew dynamite show so just so there's no confusion today is nxt as it usually is this is like business as usual nxt uh, and then tomorrow will be the AEW after show. Yeah, so we're we'll going to get a nice shows. coffee break with Justin Labar, Jimmy, and myself talking some AEW tomorrow. So make sure you guys come hang out. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. I, we just felt like both shows are going to deserve their own focus. So instead of us trying to cram a bunch of stuff in and not do both shows justice, we want to get both shows justice. So we also don't want everyone staying up until like four in the morning watching this stuff. So well, how come they get coffee though? I want coffee now. What you don't drink coffee? your coffee. All right. Well, I got something, but I figured I wanted something served by you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we provide nothing. Uh, but but uh, everyone make sure to like, comment. Budget cuts, Slovo. Budget cuts. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh, everyone in the chat, let us know what you're thinking. Uh, for now, we, we already got a, a super chat. We got Paul saying NXT, NXT, NXT. Uh, yeah, this was quite the show. But before we get into the show, we always do news. If you're not, if you're new to the show, we do news first. And the biggest news story of the day is about CM Punk. Because why wouldn't it be about CM Punk? It's always CM Punk news happening in pro wrestling. I'm telling you what. Uh, according to Fightful Select, there are currently no talks between representatives for CM Punk and WWE regarding a possible return. Furthermore, a Wrestling Inc. source confirmed Fightful's report that the two parties are not in talks, saying any reports to the contrary are false. 
Fightful has not heard from Punk, but did have sources say that while there are no talks between the two parties at present, Punk did send out feelers to WWE at one point to take the temperature for return talks. According to Fightful, Punk is waiting for WWE to approach him. Uh, Issa. Now, I saw this news on Twitter, and of course, it's all the responses were, WWE is trying to work us. Is WWE trying to work us, Issa, or is CM Punk just not coming back? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't care. I mean, this guy got fired from this company, so it's kind of weird for, for the whole conversation to be happening and people to just be like, oh, WWE is trying to work us. Maybe they are, maybe they're not, but I do believe that they might just not be in talks with him. There is so many times that we just... Uh, how do I explain it? We fantasy book a lot of things in professional wrestling. And then when they don't pan out, we kind of get mad at Triple H or at Tony Khan or this and that. And it's like, we kind of made this whole scenario in our heads and in social media. Like nobody from these companies came out and told us. It's not like Shinsuke hit a GTS or sign of Raw or anything. But anyways, um, I, I, I am very, I don't care. I think the product right now is so hot. Look at the great evening of professional wrestling we got without CM Punk. And if he comes back, he comes back. You know, I, I don't, I like the, I like the competitive to be to this nature and not backstage drama and fights and this and that. Like this felt like a fun week, you know? So I, I rather stick with that. Flobo, the, the common thing when CM Punk left AEW was, look, you got to put whatever is going on aside and do what's best for business. CM Punk has proven that he's a draw does WWE need to do what is, quote, best for business and bring him in? Or do they need to just keep the ship sailing? Here's a, the sad and tragic part of the whole CM Punk situation. Both things are best for business because you had the roster turnover of the past year. People that we didn't even give a chance to in the roster a couple months ago, like Bronson Reed, is now in the picture. So it's best for business if you double down on that. But let's be real. When backstage a Fox show had CM Punk, it was all the buzz. You're in Chicago. You're in a pay-per-view that is considered one of the big ones, but hasn't really hit the mark over the past couple of years, say for 2019. What better way to say, look, we have every card in the deck by having the most famous Chicagoan ever on your show? It's uh, I think it's smart. I don't think this is a swerve or anything like that by WWE. I think WWE is smart. And I think that they have learned what happens when you look back at another Survivor Series recently where they said, hey, we're just going to celebrate 25 years of The Rock. No big deal, right? Uh, or was it I 25 was years? We that's got too, the damn egg. Was it 25 years? I think it wasn't yeah. 25 years, was it? I don't it? know what it was. Uh, it was but, an egg. That's what it was. But anyways, everyone hey. assumed The Rock was going to be there. I think WWE wants to put it out there right now. Look, do not expect CM Punk there. Don't hold your breath for the guy. It's not happening. Uh, I think all the other stuff that we've seen is people sort of reading the, reading in between the lines where there's nothing there. Uh, but... I don't know. I've said a million times. I feel like I've said a million times. I'll believe it when I see it. And then it happens. And I go, I guess I believe it now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just easily impressed. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> they called my bluff. What? <laughs> I am. I, a, I am a terrible poker player. Just so everyone knows. I'll believe you have a better hand when I see it. Oh, right. 
you do have a better hand. Fold. Mm. So I don't know. I feel like WWE has so much stuff going on right now. I, I don't think they need anybody. I don't think they need anybody on their own roster, really. I think that they're just doing so well that WWE's just fine. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see how it all goes. With it that. does feel like when WWE doesn't want something to get out, it doesn't get out. So if this is going to happen. I'm not sure that we'll hear about it. It's very different when you look at the, the news that we've been getting. Even uh, even with the whole Jade, uh, you know, that got mm-hmm. out, but it was because she was in the middle of negotiations. She was still with AEW when the news got out. It feels like we don't get as many spoilers when it comes to surprises, you know, people showing up in WWE as we do in AEW. So I personally feel like if WWE wants this to get out, we'll, we'll hear about it. But, you know, I don't I don't see it being a for sure thing right now. Does the CM Punk deserve a final match, though? Does he deserve like a package written, like promoted That's final all he'll match? probably get because he'll probably get injured again. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like we live in a world where you don't necessarily deserve anything anymore. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset about the it. Most the most positive like, person in the whole freaking wrestling family is like, no, he doesn't deserve no last match. I don't. Jack think is so positive. When CM Punk is the chat, he's like, nah, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. nah. No, I agree with you. We are past the day of oh, you deserve it. Like earn it. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, that being said, like against who? Against who? Look, like his ego. Look, look. Things might change, and we'll talk about it a little bit. But like. The versus Tony Khan, I don't want it. The Undertaker's last match was a cinematic match in front of nobody. If The Undertaker doesn't deserve a final match in front of crowds, I'm not going to go make exceptions for anybody else. Um, now, if he did, I'm not saying they couldn't do it and make it great. First of all, that match but... was good. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't, that match so don't get me started on the phone. You know, like, I was like, I was actually thinking the other day, like, uh, like, wrestling's what if and i was like i don't know that aj styles and undertaker could have put on i don't know what they would have put on is what i mean to say because they're both so talented right but i don't know what they would have put on if we would have had a regular wrestlemania in front of a crowd as opposed to this boneyard match that was i i love that match i i literally tweeted flobo recently that they should just make a company called all boneyard wrestling and every match is just boneyard matches and i said it was the worst idea i've ever heard <laughs> and i mean i want it to be in the same boneyard like just the boneyard keeps getting destroyed more and more and more i said grand opening grand closing that's all uh, every every match has to start with AJ Styles popping out of a casket. Because <laughs> as soon as I saw that in the Boneyard match, I was like, oh, we're in for a three. Let me get yeah. comfortable because if that's how we're opening this. Oh, and it was such a, listen, it was such a weird time. And that WrestleMania, as much as I don't like thinking about it, the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match are two matches that I'm going to hold near and probably rewatch forever. <laughs> MDB 999 with oh, the right no, idea. Stop. Undertaker versus Akira Tozawa in the Boneyard. Oh, yeah. No. The Reigns will him be ideas. one. One Akira guy Jack Farmer. ready! <laughs> Just so, one dude watching it be Jack. Uh, well, let's, we got to move on. We got to talk about the actual show here. Uh, even Thank though we could, do, we could do a whole podcast on the Boneyard, by the way. But, We're fine. Um, I, <laughs> I want to say everyone who is listening or watching, like, comment, share, subscribe. Copy the link. Throw it into social media. 
if you are watching along uh, and you don't like to talk, you're not a, you're not a, a, a chat person. That's fine too. We love the lurkers here at Wrestling Inc. We appreciate appreciate. You. Just say hello. Say hello. It's fine. Uh, but in the meantime, if you are in the chat, like Ricky Zaldivar, Sergio, Corey, Mike, the Token Dom, MDB nine nine nine. Beer, Corey, Money. yes, Salisa, <laughs> A, George Bartley, Tori, everyone else, Ethan Cruz, Tommy O, Nelly Belly, and uh, I saw uh, Majestic Marie in there. A lot Subo. of uh... stop that. <laughs> what I do? <laughs> what I do? What I do? Uh, <laughs> I gotta do it. Don't make me get in there. <laughs> we got uh... <laughs> No, I'm not shouting. I'm not shouting out. Uh that person uh Corey Fried, bigfoot sneakerhead <laughs> we got nil we got huffman we got nick we got all these uh we got all the kod 667 we got a bunch of lurkers it's good to see y'all but i also want to give a shout out to someone special uh federico ramos uh, aka lego left us a five-star review on apple oh, awesome. podcast says quote <clears throat> Flobo, you're going to have to sit this one out. Uh, thank you, Jack and Issa, for making an overnight studying session better. I was feeling a bit sad and stuck, but when I listened to this podcast, you guys made me so happy and motivated me to keep working. Thank you guys for always making us laugh and having a good time. You two inspire me to keep pushing forward and having a good time. Thank you and lots of love from Puerto Rico. Oh, Listen wow. to that. I'm so glad we became friends, Jack. I'm so glad we bonded over being stuck in a podcast with you after I couldn't stand <laughs> you. And now look at us. And now uh, look at us, Jack. Uh, wait, after I couldn't stand you? What? Me, and, me, and ja me, uh, me and Jack started out a little bit rocky, okay? Yeah. I know, Slobo. We, we, we always, like, we were in opposite sides. And one day we ended up being just me and him. And somehow we just kept agreeing on things. And I was like, did we just become best friends? And ever. Yeah. Since it's been great. Wow. Basically, I feel like it's a what do they call it? Stockholm syndrome, where you're <laughs> stuck. You're stuck with someone, and you start to make it work. I feel like they did it on purpose. They were like, nobody else is available. You do fight it out live, <laughs> and it went great. And shout out to Lego. We we love yeah. Lego here. Uh, very very cool. Thank you guys so much. You guys can all leave a five star review and get it read out as well too. Uh, let's talk about a show that was, as they say, stacked. Let's uh, well, we'll talk about stacks in a little bit. That's a that's a tease, ladies and gentlemen. But first, Cody Rhodes comes out and he says that he's got some announcements to make. First, after the women's breakout tournament, there will be a men's breakout tournament. Then there will be a Dusty Cup tournament, and he's the GM tonight. So who comes out? Dragonoff comes out to interrupt them just to say howdy. Dom then shows up, and uh, they get some back and forth talking and cody says fine we'll put the title on the line in a match with la Knight as the special guest referee uh they threw so much at us in like 12 minutes i was like what is happening <laughs> i you know isa i gotta ask you this is this is what i want to throw towards you today a lot of people talked about counter programming and they started with cody rhodes coming out announcing a tournament another tournament a special guest referee titles in title matches and later we'll talk about it over the top battle royal. I mean, that is AEW counter programming 101, isn't it? I mean, literally, you started with Cody. Tell me, <laughs> tell me that, doesn't right like, that doesn't sound like an AEW show. We're announcing yes. multiple tournaments, we're doing all this stuff, battle royals. There's so much, so much to unpack here. Um, but yeah, that's definitely uh countering. I will say, uh, first of all, 
it felt special seeing Cody in NXT. You don't you don't realize how special he feels until he's there. You guys know I'm not the biggest Cody person, but it was cool. WWE tweeted that picture of him today with the dusty picture on the wall, and it was just like, wow, this feels special. Second, him and Jay have got to enter the Dusty tournament, right? He's in a tag team now. Like, this is just meant to be. It might make it predictable, but we have to do it. Uh, also... I think Dragunov came off just to have a suit off, but we didn't have time. We had to cut time. So I thought they were just going to model and we were going to vote on who had the best suit game. Uh, and, gonna... and, and last but not least, I'm going to steal this one for you, Jack, because I did a poll on my Twitter. I'm going to ask the chat or the people that comment later. The question of the night is, which Cody do you prefer? Drunk Cody or GM Cody? Because both of these Codys were so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why choose? Let's bring them together. Why not both? <laughs> why not With power? Why the hell not? Oh, okay. uh, Flobo, this What's was up? definitely an interesting. Like, this was a fireworks type of episode, and this absolutely started with fireworks, did it not? I mean, absolutely. Even if you knew Cody was coming, and because we were kind of debating, what, what's Cody going to do? What's going to say? He threw in the Dusty Classic, which is something I wish was back. Threw in the Men's Breakout Tournament. Threw in LA Knight appearing as a referee in a matchup. And we saw Dominic's epic mullet, man. I mean, Eddie Guerrero would be proud. Shout out to his dad. I mean, this mm -hmm. segment here hit all the marks it needed to do to make sure you're locked in and don't change the channel. You know, we actually have a pretty good uh, tie between GM Cody and uh, Drunk Cody. I'm kind of surprised. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was a fun way to start the show. I, I love them bringing back LA Knight, but not even announcing him. Like that felt like a very big, ooh, like it just, it felt very, and I know people who are young enough probably are sick of people saying stuff like this. It felt so Monday Night War, like something, we're just going to throw stuff out tonight. Whatever, let's see what works. And but you know what? And we'll, as we get into the show, we'll talk more about it. Every single person that they had come in, help elevate someone they were all in a segment with a younger talent they were both elevating nxt which is uh allegedly a you know developmental brand it never feels that way to me i love nxt but it was so cool right he comes out makes his announcement then we get dragonov then we get dominic you know la night is there's a special guest referee like there was a lot of things that just made sense the right way to use these people they didn't just bring them back just to throw them at you like they all had a little bit of a purpose in elevating people yeet um let's get don't on. say it like that why'd you say it like that yeet <laughs> in other news <laughs> listen <Yeet>. that was <laughs> you feel me you feel me <laughs> oh yes i quite feel you yes. I <laughs> <laughs> uh don't make fun of me uh we got <laughs> we, we get to uh the next we get the first match of the night and it's roxanne perez versus oscar and Everyone is in the back watching the show and Shotzi joins on commentary and says her and Scarlett are going to be hosting Halloween Havoc. It's a quick back and forth match with Asuka remaining undefeated in NXT. Post-match, Kiana James tries to attack Roxanne Perez, but Shotzi stops her and beats her up. Uh, Flobo, when you have a, a situation like this, right? Obviously a legend versus a, uh, an up-and-comer the thing I always look for is, does the up-and-comer look like they belong? And I got to ask you, tonight, did Roxanne look like she belonged? Short answer is yes. Long answer, you starting off the show, the first matchup is Asuka 
undefeated on NXT Oscar against Roxanne Perez. Talk about bright lights on a show that already had a lot of star power. Roxanne had to bring it. If she just showed up and phoned it in, that could be seen as a loss. Even though she didn't win the matchup today, I think she really did overestimate um, or she didn't really overproduce what she needed to do. But at the same time, though, Shotzi and Scarlett's going to be doing some of that uh, Halloween Havoc thing. I really felt like that this segment, this matchup set up so much for not only NXT today, but further on. Um, I got to give a shout out to Paul for the super chat. This is for Jack saying yeet. Uh, <laughs> Don't encourage him. I mean, beer, please encourage him. Please beer, encourage mo him. beer money. I, you did a super chat, but I got to shut it. The way Jack <laughs> just said yeet, he's now known as L.A. White. L.A. White. No! <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeet. Yes. <laughs> L.A. White. Yep. Yes. L.A. White. Yes. Yeet. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness um isa this was fun i enjoy it i i love a lot of potatoes in my wrestling as we like to say here on nxt but we got to represent jimmy corderas he loves the term 10 10 potato bag 20 potato bag let him finish isa. <laughs> what, what do you say 20 20 potato <laughs> There's more potatoes than there are bags. Was there's too many? Were there more potatoes than bags? <laughs> uh, it's off the rails. I love it. This, this potato train is fun. off the rails. Fun. See what happens when wrestling is fun. We all have fun. Right. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Just, I'm trying to ask a real like, like, like critical question here now. Sure, right, right. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll let Lisa, you talk. Was did they try to do a little too much here with? Uh, uh, with Shotzi and Asuka and Perez and everything else. I love this stuff, but some people, they think too much happens. There's too much going on. How did you feel? Did you feel like there was too much stuff going on? No, I did not. Um, and the reason why is because you had Asuka in NXT, so I don't care about anything else. Arguably the greatest NXT superstar, the greatest NXT women champion. Like Asuka in NXT, it just feels like home just want to hang on to it like a blanket like that throw blanket you have in your couch that you just don't want to replace that's Asuka in NXT you understand you get in the couch and you grab it right away even if it's 100 degrees in your apartment it just felt it felt awesome to see Asuka there I thought that Roxanne kept up with her but no because at the end of the day Asuka did win and I'm talking about elevating you know younger stars I thought Roxanne looked great in defeat here I thought there was so much going on that you don't stay there like thinking damn like Roxanne just lost to Asuka, you know, like, and nobody in NXT is going to, like, suffer from a loss to the queen, you know, mm -hmm. like the empress of tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, no, I didn't think it felt like there was too much going on. I was still able to focus on the match, and I was just happy to see Asuka. Also, shout out to that crowd. Like, that's such a small venue, and this crowd... The, the 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 singing of the Cody Rose song, the pop for Asuka, John Cena, like it sounded like they were in a regular size arena. The pops tonight were humongous. These people were hyped, as they should have been. This was a special episode, but it felt more exciting with the crowd. Could you imagine everyone there just being like, I don't know, I expected more. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but Flobo, I do want to say one. Um, uh, for all this, I guess the last thing I wanted to say here is I think it, critics may have watched this and said, look, you could have had Roxanne Perez get a win, ended the undefeated streak of Asuka in NXT, no. made her a huge star. Asuka would go back to the main roster. She'd be fine. But they didn't. 
yeah. I, I think we're probably all in agreement that was the right move. But talk to me about your thoughts on on that decision. Absolutely, because they had it was a foolproof match, right? Asuka's a huge star. I mean, she's our, our favorite murder clown, and uh, she's undefeated in NXT. <laughs> Roxanne lost today, but then I forgot. The whole point of the match was that it was set up by Keanu James somehow. She had Asuka's personal phone number or DMs or something. So, yeah, Roxanne's going to get her revenge or opportunity to get uh, her win back next week. So I think everybody wins here, man. This right here was a good exhibition of what the division is and what it can be. At some uh, point, we need a video package of that conversation. Like, did you slide in those DMs? Like, yo, you want to come to NXT on Tuesday? And Asuka was like, yeah, I'm free. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> These two have never spoken to each other. <laughs> Asuka probably had to click on the profile, make sure she was verified, see the number of followers to make sure, like, she's like, who is this girl? <laughs> Take off the mask. Who is? Uh, she probably would if you ever watch her YouTube channel. That would actually just be a funny uh, Oh, funny her thing. YouTube channel is awesome. Asuka, if you don't follow Asuka, by the way, on social media, one of the best follows yep. for pro wrestlers is Asuka. Um, Fat Matt with a super chat uh, say, wow, that just flowed. Fat Matt with a super chat uh, I says, I you wish miss. Ariana Grace said hi to John Cena. <laughs> oh, I get it. John Cena. Something <laughs> is to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's dead. <laughs> uh, deep cut. Uh, Very but, deep uh, cut. So we get uh, Gallus versus British Banger style. I don't know if they have a name, but that's what I was calling them. Um, I think they're calling them the Banger Brutes, but that sounds even worse than British Banger style. So I'm just going to stick with what I. It's a family had. show, Jack. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> uh so the teams get hyped before their match but gallus jumps the bangers we get pool cues darts and beers in the pub uh in the pub match with the british banger style guys getting the dub isa this was not a wrestling match this was not one of those collar and elbow uh catches catch can matches but darn it it was fun I mean, anything that includes Tyler Bates' legs is fun for me. After you oh. point him out that one time, you changed yeah. my life. Jack. The one time? No, no, I, wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. And like, Those I don't even, it's doozy. been a while. It's been a while since I did that podcast with Jack, and he pointed that out. I was like, I, wait, are I, you pointing out these legs all the time, Jack? Jack is my friend. Me? I hang out with Jack in real life. That's all he talks about. Tyler Bates' legs. It's Listen, kind of people, disturbing. People talk about big, meaty men slapping meat. And they Whatever, think about, man. They think about two guys. Tyler Bates walking is two meaty men slapping meat. Those thighs. Coming. What is going on? This is a family show. Listen, I love this match. I wasn't into it at first. You know, I was like, okay, this match is in the car. We have so much going on. Why is this here? And then it picked up. And then I was like, this ended up being a banger. I had a lot of fun. I thought the right people won. I, I told you, and I know you might not agree with this, uh, Jack, but Gallus is just not hitting for me. They haven't hit in a while in NXT. Damn. And uh, I, so I was okay with the banger, whatever you're calling them, winning. I, I have fun. Uh, Flobo, I want your thoughts on the match, how it was presented, and um, the, just this this kind of match. But also, could you rank for me the top five pairs of thighs in pro wrestling? Uh, I cannot. I refuse. <laughs> I think I think the Jack Farmer magazine is the only authority. Like, 
on thighs in professional <laughs> wrestling. Um, I, I, I five-star thighs, let me tell <laughs> Five-star thighs, daddy. Uh, <laughs> the, the only thing I, I was a little disappointed, I really thought the, the, the pub rules would have been at a pub. I thought it would have been maybe not a cinematic match, but probably out in location. But that aside, it's exactly what we want. I was thinking about how the Brawling Brutes without Sheamus on SmackDown needs something to do. And I think this is the kind of hard-hitting matches we love. And I'm with Issa. Gallus has not, to me, been the Gallus of NXT UK or NXT for almost two years. And so I would say that the momentum wasn't on their side. But you have a question. What is Gallus now and where are they going to go? Because ever since they got outsmarted by Tony D and Stax, I had zero respect for them as characters in NXT roster. Uh, oh, go ahead, Issa. No, that's it. He yeah. said it. Uh, just... Jerome, the choice with a super chat. Thank you so much, His Jerome. His first super chat. Yay. Thank you so much, Jerome. Uh, you didn't say anything, so I'm going to read your next uh, chat comment here just to make sure we give you a shout out here. Uh, Jerome, the choice saying, loving the hosting group tonight. Main event, Jack Farmer, astonishing Issa, Issa and Flobo, the choice. I'll take it. Yeah. Hey, love it's that. A, it is a choice. Uh, but <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> hey. I got this, small package. This, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Issa, I'm, I'm a big, a big man on style when it comes to pro wrestling. Gallus wears matching soccer kits to every fight they're in, except for the one ma match, which is a pub match where you think they would wear matching soccer kits, and they didn't. What? What happened? The what? fashion was lacking, Issa. The fashion was lacking. <laughs> She doesn't care, apparently. Well, I, I'm with you, Jack. I'm saying here's a one time to be as hooligan as you can, and it didn't happen. It's yeah, that's I mean, I when you go to the pub, you dress in your team's soccer gear, and most of their their shirts always look like like soccer kits. And then the one time they go to it. Oh, she left. Wow. Issa's like, I do VIP only. She didn't even do she doesn't even do pubs. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Like that. Well, Flobo, just so you know, not the first time Issa's, Issa's left me in the middle of a uh, a rant about fashion. I'm here. Uh, I'm here. Stop. I told you that, <laughs> I told you that my mic was on a coma and it completely went out, so I had to reset my audio settings. <laughs> so, so, we'll, we'll, so I, I should say I, I, I'm making a bunch of jokes and I'm having a laugh, but I thought this was really fun. This is like perfect middle of the show you want something fun to keep your attention to keep things lively this was perfectly it like it was it was silly it was serious there was good hard-hitting stuff there was also like some kind of like haha he's using the pool cue like he's hitting him with a like a, hitting him like a pool ball and stuff like that it was actually really it was a super fun match i really enjoyed it but yeah i think Gallus needs to find their way, and I think they need to do it quick. Can, can I say something? Off. Just, just on my, my 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 main man Tyler Bate, I want more of this. Like I, I I get the finding yourself and being zen and eating a good diet and and being mindful, but I just want you to hang with some guys who beat people up for fun. Just a little bit, mm -hmm. Tyler Bate. Come on, man. I think yeah, Tyler Bate could learn a few things from the brawl and brutes here. Learn to just pick fights for no good reason. Yeah, um, I'm with it. So uh, we move on and we get a little video package of Becky Lynch and Lyra Valkyria uh, for their upcoming video. And then right after they're interviewing Lyra Valkyria, when Tegan Knox comes up and is like, look, your match has got to wait. I want another shot. And, and Lyra's like, 
nah, I'm going to have the match of Halloween Havoc. I, I think I'm good. Thanks, though. But Knox looks very upset. Issa, should Lyra Valkyria be nervous about Tegan Knox? No! <laughs> okay. No, I was I was I was a little a side tonight. I thought she made perfect sense. This is I don't know, maybe she's letting Natty get to her. You think this is you know, it is interesting, Flobo. Natty became a bit of a jerk on Raw and then suddenly started supporting Tegan Knox. Absolutely. Why not? For too long that Natty has been someone that has had all the respect, but when it comes down to it, everyone writes her off. Why not associate yourself with people on the rise? Because you are the boat. The boat. The boat. Best of all time. We got a, uh, so that, we'll we'll have to see how that plays out. We finally get Jan Cena. Uh, He says he finally has some street cred now that he's in NXT. And he puts over NXT. When John Cena says he has street cred, it sounded like you saying yeet. <laughs> she said it was corny as hell. You go take that. <laughs> you heard it here first, everybody. Even Issa, even Issa agrees. I am comparable to the greatest of all time. That is not uh, what she said. At all. He puts he puts over NXT. It's a good twist. It's a good twist. <laughs> look, 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 he puts over he puts over NXT. He puts over the people, the venue, the wrestlers, the wrestlers that want to come back to NXT. Then Braun Breaker comes out, and Cena says that he has an attitude problem. So he almost hits him with an attitude adjustment, but he doesn't get it. Instead, he just gets kind of hit by Breaker before Breaker gets out of there. Um, Flobo, the thing I love about John Cena, one of the reasons I'm a big fan of his, is he had a whole bunch of mic time to talk about whatever he wanted to talk about, and he spent that entire time telling us and maybe people who are tuning in for the first time just how important NXT is. Yeah, you know what? He had a lot more time than I thought he would because that was a very short jog to the ring from the top of the ramp. But I gotta give it to you, man. He could have barely talked about himself. He could have talked about his 16 or 14 championships. But the fact that he was there and he got a whole segment to put over NXT for a lot of people who may have tuned in just to listen or see John Cena as well as weight and gold. Uh Issa, um, one of my favorite lines happened here, and uh uh, Braun Breaker said, these people didn't come to see you. And John Cena said, they can't. <laughs> Just a small, small I will line. never not pop for the John Cena's Invisible Jokes. When they yeah. did the segment of him pulling up in the parking lot, I was like, why is that car driving itself? Is that a Tesla? <laughs> you know, like, it's, yeah. like, yeah. it's like, you have to, you have to say it, right? I yeah. thought you were going to say that your favorite line in this segment was the crowd changing the lyrics to Braun Breaker sucks because I popped for that. You know, I was going to, and look, this is a great crowd. I'm sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to belittle the crowd a little bit. Their rhythm just was not right for the Braun Breaker. Song. <laughs> they, I felt like they just could not get into the Braun Breaker sucks. We, they got the Braun message Breaker. across. They did, yeah, but come on. I mean, it was a prop too, man. You guys should have, you should have, you got to practice. Tough crowd, bit. Jack Farmer. <laughs> tough, tough crowd. <laughs> You're talking yeah, I'm, I'm turning the tough crowd around on the crowd. How do you like that? Orlando. <laughs> you'll never be allowed you'll never be allowed to go uh no but this was really great i think that it's just you know we we've everyone's given john cena a hard time uh as he's been on top of the pro wrestling industry but how many just at me bro just at me just isa has specifically (laughs) targeted john cena in a as long as y'all know yeah uh but the uh the thing that like 
I don't think he gets enough credit for it, is he really goes out of his way to help make other people look great. And I think this was just another example of him doing that tonight. Yeah, you there's you cannot deny, you know, there, there are certain things that happen tonight that you cannot deny. You cannot deny the greatness of John Cena, nor how cool it was to have him there and what it was that he ended up doing. He literally was a cheerleader for NXT tonight. Yeah, he cheated on the main event, got involved in the match. He should have not done that. Paul Heyman didn't get involved. But we'll talk about that when we get there. Mm -hmm. um, that's just something that can't be denied. You know, I got, listen, I got back into wrestling because my nephews, you know, were into it and I wanted to bond. And my nephew's favorite was John Cena. So he got all excited when he got me like back into wrestling. And he's like, oh, Titi, you know, and he's going to start watching wrestling. So I'm going to show her the way. And I hated John Cena immediately. And he was like, no, no, that's not how this was supposed to go. But <laughs> there is a part of me that looks at my grown up nephew now and he idolized Cena his whole life, and he's turned out to be a really, really respectable young man. And I'm like, you know what? That was your idol growing up. You always looked up to him. Not a bad job here, you know? Funny enough, he's a Marine. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, you know, there's, there is a... There's that part of me, right? The maternal anti side of me that sees the kids that grew up idolizing him and how they still get when they see Cena. It's cool. Cena is is awesome. He's not for me, but I I have nothing but respect for the man. They, uh, I will say, I, I was not always a big Cena fan. I was one of the many people who were, you know, oh John Cena, the Super Cena. But over the years, I say it's kind of like Tom Brady. Eventually, you just have to be like the guy's. The guy's great. You can't deny it anymore. Like at some point you just gotta, he's, he's great. He's great. He's, he's broken the world record of make a wish things. And he's won world titles and every, everything you'd want from someone being who's a star, he's done it. He's done it at like the highest level. I, I, I can't I have a anymore. compilation of videos of when my nephew was like probably 14 all the way into like 20 something of me going to events with him and just yelling John Cena sucks next to him. Every time John Cena sucks and him going, every single time and it's my favorite video in the world <laughs> That's, uh so we get cody rhodes talking to tony d'angelo and stacks and best they, best segment of the whole night tell me about the segment Issa, wow because i don't understand what this match is that they've booked but a big better move come on <laughs> yeah jack come on <laughs> yeah it was just, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what Stax and Tony said, okay? And I think a lot, I don't know, a lot of Italians, I didn't understand. I love when Cody was like, listen, I'm from Georgia. <laughs> and Stax is like, okay, let me talk. And he made it worse. I'm like, you're not helping here. Like, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was, yeah, it, it was, uh, it was really, Flobo, it was really like, it, for a simple set. So I, I think from what I understand, it's yeah. a battle royal with tag yep. teams. Right. If one person gets thrown over the top, yeah. then Thanks, both Dex. people are eliminated. Yep. And then the final two teams just have a regular match and the winners 
get a tag team title shot. Straight out of impact. But you know what? I got to give him credit to Tony D'Angelo and Stax Lorenzo for two things. One, Stax explained it because I missed it the first time. I don't know what the hell Tony D was talking about. But, but more importantly, like, since they became tag team champions, they seem to be very fighting champions. You would think they would say, hey, look, we're busy. we got a whole syndicate to run wherever the heck the family is. But the fact they find new and innovative ways to put the championship up, got to give them all the credit in the world. Yeah, Issa, I got to... I got to say, these guys, they won the tag team titles. and most, it, hasn't, it hasn't been the best ring. But, but I got to give them credit in the sense that most tag teams are like, I guess I'll wait for a challenger. But they're like, why don't we get the entire tag team division involved every single time we have to do something? How do you know that's what they said? Because they're getting the battle royal here now and before yeah. that it was like let's invite four teams to dinner to have a match with all of them they don't do one on one let's just fight everybody every time they are so sports entertaining and they, i love it uh who do you want to see them uh who do you want to see them face next who do you want to see win the the butter bang are you asking me or are you asking isa uh, isa Oh, okay. I guess um, maybe the Creed brothers. I mean, they seem to be pretty hot right now. I mean, it seems like they're the next up, but I. Yeah. They all they make sense, but I feel like I've seen them in that spot before. I feel like I they're just, ready for a call up. My issue with with Tony D and Stax having the title is it feels very, and and this is probably my other favorite tactic in NXT in recent times. It's pretty deadly. They're so charismatic and they're so entertaining that none of these teams just compare. Like, you know what I mean? When you start thinking about it, it's like, who do you want? Nobody. Like, nobody's going to live up to that. I mean, they've been doing a lot of video packages with uh, Garza and Umberto. You know, the, the, the Menudo Rejects. Yeah. They've been getting. Wow. Whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Why did you call Puerto Rican, Isa. What do you mean, Menudo Rejects? Exactly. <laughs> ain't no, ain't no matter a bigger expert than Menudo than me. So if I call you a Menudo Reject, I know what I'm talking Yo, about. Yo, that's the shade. <laughs> Yo, leave Umberto alone, man. He's trying. <laughs> I. <laughs> I, I, cool. <laughs> I came into today thinking we're gonna have a professional, like, no serious, <laughs> well run, cat? like Angel Garza is a brutal reject, and now I can't unsee it. Nah, you'll never unsee it. You'll never unsee it. pants. <laughs> I did. I did that to Glenn, and now Glenn even calls them that every once in a while. Like it's just that's just what they remind <laughs> me of. Did he say horrible? That's what that was. That was terrible. <laughs> I am a menudo expert. So, I know what I'm talking about, but they've been getting a lot of video packages, so maybe them, so they can show up the little werewolf tattoos that they got, the matching tats. Don't say that. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Manute has a little wolf tattoos. Damn. I, you guys are laughing, so you guys are just as bad as me. She she, I, she don't miss. I, <laughs> I was getting ready to have like a serious, like a political talk show. Right, we're, like, we're going to discuss the issues today that are, that are happening within NXT uh, this evening. Starting with uh, yeet. <laughs> uh, yeet is a uh, word that the kids are using, but do you know what it means? More on that at ten. <laughs> Uh, I'm having fun. So, (laughs) so we have uh, a couple segments that sort of went back to back to back. But Baron Corbin starts by saying he's upset that Dragonoff is giving other people title shots and not him. 
So we get the Dragunov and Dom Mysterio match with LA Knight as the guest ref. Title on the line. Rhea tries to help Dom out. Crowd is really behind LA Knight. When it looks like Dragunov is about to get the win, Judgment Day shows up and LA Knight fights them off with a little help from Trick Williams. In the madness, Dragunov gets the win. Post-match, Corbin's music hits and Dijak takes out Dragunov and Dijak says, I beat you to it. He's mine. Uh, later, Corbin says Cody owes him one. So Cody gives him a triple threat match next week where he faces Dijak and tonight's main event winner with the winner getting a shot at the title. So a lot of stuff, a, a through line here. Uh, first and foremost, um, Issa, I I love LA Knight. I love, uh, I love Dom. I love Dragunov. This crowd, though, was really into L.A. Night, and I sort of felt like they were distracting me from the actual match. I was focusing so much on the crowd and not really paying attention to what was going on in the ring. You know what? I am, I am in agreeance. I agree with you on that. I, I didn't pay much attention to this match. There was a, maybe this was the potatoes match. Maybe this was the potatoes <laughs> match. I'm very disrespected by the fact that you say that Judgment Day came out because if I uh, remember correctly, it was Finn Balor and JD Max Stupido, and he is no part of the Judgment Day. So I'm yeah. going to need you to put on the brakes and understand that it was Finn and an imposter. There is an imposter among us, and it wow. is JD. In JD's wow. defense, his last. No, no, no. There even... is no JD defense. Nothing. I he mean... cost them the tag team titles. They should have let David you... Priest like finish him uh, on Monday Night Raw. I, I'm just saying JD McDumma was right there. Max Stupid. <laughs> but but he made the briefcase, man, with his own hands. Give him a, give him a chance. He's uh, I mean <laughs> handcrafted. He doesn't go here. <laughs> he <doesn't> go. <laughs> uh. Flobo, I want your thoughts on, on the match, and I want your thoughts on Dijak just swiping the opportunity. So I can't believe I'm agreeing with you because, you know, you and I talk offline all the time that, that I was with Baron Corbin. I mean, him and Dijak were the only guys in the entire organization with a winning streak. Uh, and I thought for sure that Baron Corbin would be in the conversation, but he had to go to the, the not even the general manager, the general manager of the week to say, hey, what about me? But the other man, Dijak, cut Corbin off at the pass, master stroke. I, this is what I want to see. Look, I'm not a big fan of big men slapping meat, but I love guys who, who have very similar goals. That triple threat match next week could be main event status. I love everything from top to bottom. But that said, I'm with Isa. You got to make a decision, Judgment Day. Is JD McDonough with you or not? Because if he's not, he's getting involved and costing you guys wins. I I agree with you guys there. I think McDonough. His tryout period should have expired by now. He's he's like he's like when you use the trial period of Netflix and then just keep changing your email address so you keep it going. Oh. Uh, I will say when Trick Williams caught uh, caught Rhea Ripley, I don't know about you guys, but time slowed down and I just heard "Take my breath away." <laughs> <laughs> You're dating yourself. I was I was jealous of them both. I didn't know if I wanted to be Trick or Rhea in that situation, if I'm being honest with you. I was like, yeah, that's a good point. He said. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I would love to be either one of them right now. It's sorry, I mean, is it less old though, Flo? If I'm like, it's six pence, none the richer. It's like, kiss me. 
<laughs> You're from the but same age, there, yeah. Street but, yeah. Swing. <laughs> I love Chick Williams finally showing up, man. I thought he would have got a face their darkness, but yeah, if you got to make yourself an impact, catching Rhea is how you do it. Oh man, yeah. Both of them were oh, in that situation. Caught by Trick Willie, please. I mean, yeah, both, both. I think both of them were winners there. Even the fans were the winners, really. Uh, speaking of Trick Williams, we do get a little backstage segment where Trick Metal Gang irons out their differences, uh, and Cena yucks it up with them. But Trick asks Cena, "When did you know it was your time?" When he made his entrance music, obviously. What kind of question was that? That is kind of a good point. I mean, because yeah. he had the. the Thugonomic song, which and was like, a banger. Yeah, you know it's funny. I was like, when he changed, I was like, this is so much better than Thugonomics. But now when I hear Thugonomics, I say, like, word life. This is so great. You think you're untouchable, <laughs> but I'm forcing <laughs> you to life. feel me. And I'm forcing you. And the, and the, Yo, and the, he goes so hard in that song. He didn't need to. <laughs> no, and the time is a little like back and forth boomerang <laughs> effect. It was great. Word life with the basic Thugonomics. <laughs> Uh, and listen, well, it's hidden deep in my gym playlist, and I always just shuffle and keep going. And every once in a while, it hits, and I'm like, it yeah, is- as soon as it comes on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you do lift a little bit harder when that one comes on, yeah. for sure. <laughs> uh, Flobo, is Trick Willie, is, is Trick Metal Gang over? Is is Trick going to shoot his shot? No, I trick, trick needs to shoot his shot elsewhere, yeah. whether it's going to be NA title again or somewhere else. But please keep Trick Metal Gang together because I like the fact you have these two guys who have an alliance. It can always be put together for doing their separate ways. Kind of what DI with Y is doing on Monday nights. I like that. I like that whenever you, something is a bigger threat, they combine like Voltron, combine like the Avengers to make it happen. Please don't give me that classic genity to the barbershop window. I beg of you, NXT. Flobo, your example was two guys that literally had a last heartbeat match because they hated each other. But they're so friends much. now. You saw on Monday, right? They worked it out. I don't know. Issa, do you want to see these two fight or do you want to see them hug it out? I I I would I, I would like to see an amicable breakup between the two of them. Um I do think that they're both so charismatic and and so awesome that they can outshine the other there was a period of time where i'm looking at Melo, and Melo is him and Melo don't miss but i was like yo but i, I listen trick williams back there hey and there was he wasn't shining he wasn't shining and i did think that them going their separate ways was the right was the right decision uh so i i'm big fans of both of them and i want everyone to just be friends so hopefully they stay yeah we friends. know you're all friends uh, wrestling mm-hmm. Speaking of all friends wrestling, Paul says with a super chat, this is awesome. So good. Uh, We're having fun. We're having a great time. This this is a great, uh, this is a great show. So we got a couple backstage segments that happened. uh, And we got Heyman, Paul Heyman talking to Ava Rain, anonymous, just spying on him. Creeper. Flobo. Ava Rain. She joining the bloodline. Yes or no? She should. Why the heck not? Look, I know everyone's kind of well, like everyone Ava wants Rain. to. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to join the bloodline? Look, I know everyone's talking about, hey, look, man, Ava Rain, she's with the schism or whatever. But Paul Heyman made the trip. He probably flew coach to Orlando. The least he can do is tell Roman Reigns, his cousin's cousin's cousin, is doing well for herself. Get her on the team. Get her under the tutelage of Roman Reigns and company. Watch her grow. I say sign up tonight. Issa, is Paul Heyman trying to recruit Ava Rain to be in the bloodline, or is Paul Heyman trying to make Ava Rain bait for The Rock? Uh, maybe both. 
Waited. Maybe both. You know, I don't. I don't trust anybody in the bloodline no more. They're all traitors. Wow. I only trust my tribal chief Roman Reigns. Anybody else? Listen. Matt Sauce in my book. Listen, Matt's Paul. Ha Paul Heyman is a sh a straight shooter. You can always trust whatever he's doing. Never do. steer you wrong. Okay, uh, Jack. <laughs> uh, Jade Cargill arrives and is greeted by HBK. Interesting. Uh, I don't know if there's anything to take away from that. There uh, is tons to take away from that. It's Jade Cargill and the shoes. I have had the shoes she was wearing, by the way. Shut up. I mean, I, mean, I, I mean, look, Jade Cargill <laughs> is a superstar. Uh, does this mean, okay, does this mean, do you think she's going to be on uh, NXT? I think we're going to tease her. I Triple H said it in the press conference, whenever she's ready, you know, she, I'm going to put the machine behind her. I think in the meantime, teasing her everywhere is the right way to do it. Tease her on NXT. You already teased her on PLE. Put her backstage on Raw. Put her backstage on SmackDown. What are they going to do with her? We don't know. I love the idea of everybody fighting to get uh, to get Jay right now. I'm with that. Flobo, Flobo, I got to ask you this. Is... Cody Rhodes was made general manager for the night. Is that because Shawn Michaels believed that Cody Rhodes would have been a great addition to the team? Or was Shawn Michaels just trying to free up his calendar because he knew Jade Cargill was coming around? Yeah, I think Shawn Michaels really saw the discount at Sonic Burger, wanted to have the afternoon to himself and just get the next guy walking that door a chance to be general manager. But yeah, I think Cody Rhodes is the, per the best person to be men in the ship when Jade Cargill arrives because, like you just said, give us a little bit of that unpredictability. Will she be signed to Tuesday nights or Monday? Who knows? Not only I, that, Jay got the Cody Vader after Cody left, which goes to show you how much Jade and Cody get along. So, yes, I will hire Cody to be the GM and try to lure her into NXT. They should have had a backstage, a little interaction, a little good to see you again, old friend, uh, between the two of them. I, I was waiting for that. I think Shawn Michaels was like, oh, Jade's coming? Hey, Cody, you you, you take all my work. You take all my work. I'm going to go Michaels hang out with Jade. Her. Shawn Michaels called her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, why wouldn't he? <laughs> but uh, Lola Vice and Danny Palmer have a match, fairly quick one with Lola Vice getting the win uh, and moves on in the tournament. Issa, Lola Vice seems to be one of the favorites. Do you think she's going all the way? I do. I do. I really like her. I enjoy her work tonight. Um, she's great. Crowd is feeling it. Love the entrance music. Makes me want to dance every time I hear it. I'm here for it. Uh, Flobo, Danny Palmer, what kind of ceiling do you see on her do you think she's going to be someone who comes out of this and still has a big impact in nxt or uh does she have an uphill climb ahead of her absolutely uphill climb here somebody was very athletic uh very resilient but that does not get you to the dance anymore it's no longer 2016 nxt it's 2023 so i would say align yourself with the faction get yourself a mentor a mouthpiece Give me another iteration, Danny Palmer, but I do think I wouldn't write her off quite yet. I'll probably buy the stock, not tell my friends about it, and when it hits numbers, I'll say, I told you so, daddy. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I think Danny Palmer, she was actually really good in this match from a, a wrestling standpoint, so I hope she gets to do more. But yeah, I think Lola Vice is the, one of the favorites, so I uh, was not surprised by the outcome. Chase U is having some more classes, and Thea Hale's like, hey, can I come back? But I got to bring my buddy... JC Jane, and of course, Andre Chase says yes, but then everyone just hangs out on their cell phones like Issa right now. <laughs> Damn. I had to, to think that. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> Jack Shane, Issa Shane. I thought this was going to be a positive show. <laughs> <laughs> I thought wrong. <laughs> have you been Have you been hanging out with JC Jane, Issa? I'm <laughs> I see that. I see that. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, here's listen, the thing. listen, Andrew Chase was like not happy. He's that kind of professor who'll start cursing you out if you're not paying attention. At least you were nice about it. He yeah. didn't curse me out. Listen, I'm just trying to collect a paycheck, so I don't care. <laughs> Are we all? Uh, <laughs> why was the Jason James idea? Who was like, let's go to class and talk in it? We're so scandalous. I got a feeling that JC Jane is going to make a move on someone at Chase U. Really? Like who? Like, I don't know. Like Duke? Like Duke or Andre. Who else is in Chase U? You know, the Roman at Chase U is pretty abysmal. There's not a lot of people to really exploit. There's no one around. Their their recruiting uh their recruiting team is not good at Chase U. I think it's because their athletics program isn't doing very well. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's the uh, wrestling team. Yeah, but um so that will def definitely more will happen there. Uh but we get to we get a, a Lexus King promo. I think Lexus King is the name. That's what everyone was saying. He just said King in the in the promo, but says he doesn't remember his dad, and he's tried to avoid the wrestling business, but here he is, and he's nobody's junior. Now he's king. Flobo, uh, this was, of course, Brian Pillman Jr. over in AEW making his debut. Did they nail the debut? So inside the NXT universe, I think they did. They established Brian Pillman. They established Brian Pillman Jr. And then it was like, hey, 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 no, I don't. I'm not on my phone. My phone's over there. <laughs> I see you in the chat, too. Don't play. Don't play. I, I'm the desktop app. Anyway. Um... For those of you who are on the audio only version, too bad. You'll never know what Flobo just referring to. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I would say, like, I get everything inside the universe. You establish Pirate Pillman and Junior, and you say, hey, look, I'm different. But you know wrestling per purists are going to be like, ugh, just call him Brian Pillman Jr. What are we doing? Why is it Braun Breaker Part 2? I don't think that's going to be something that Lexus King has to overcome when he starts debuting in the matches in a couple weeks. Yeah, he said it is a whether you like the name change or not, it is a pretty clever way to explain why he's not using the name that we all know his name is. Right. I said that as soon as I saw that they were going to change his name, I was like, we don't even know the reasoning. He might not want to be a pillman. Like, what if he wants to be known as something else? Maybe he wants to create his own path. Like, why are we jumping to all these conclusions before we give it a chance? And tonight's promo was absolutely incredible. Mm hmm. So I, I hope everybody just like chills and gives this a chance because we had the same reaction to, I don't know, Gunther. And nobody cares now. I, I think it's cool too because Brian Pillman Sr. was a loose cannon. So if you had a kid, you'd be like, you know what? My dad was around, but I don't really like him like that. I'm on board. But I know everyone's like, oh man, why is Braun Breaker called Braun Breaker? Waka, waka, waka. Yeah, it's um, I think it's a good workaround, and it also I, I I like your point, Flobo. He is a loose cannon, so him doing crazy stuff fits, and so I'm excited to see him. I feel like he's got a good future, a lot of potential. I'm excited to see him actually get in the ring and, and start moving forward. Oscar's uh, backstage, and Blair Davenport's chatting with her, uh, Kaylani Jordan, Fallon Henley, but then. Tiffany Stratton comes out and apologizes for all the normies uh, and says hello before Oscar leaves. Then Fallon Henley asks, like, did, were you ever taught manners? And I mean, come on, Tiffany Stratton, right, Issa? 
don't know. I don't know what this takes. I had to. I had to unmute. I'm sorry. I was muted. Oh. But yeah, one thousand percent. I loved uh, Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton is so much better when it comes to the talking part of her character in backstage segments. Uh, granted that a lot of the in-ring promos that we saw her cut were during her time as champion, and to me, they didn't hit. But man, every time I see her in a backstage segment, is is up there for must-watch. I love Tiffany Stratton in backstage segments, and I love her in the ring. So how can we how can we make these microphone skills from backstage work in an in-ring promo? We'll get there. I mean, Tiffany, she just got here, you know, but mm-hmm. I love that. And I love seeing her interact with Asuka. I think Tiffany is main roster bound a lot, a lot faster than we think. We saw how they quietly just called up Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee just got put into the SmackDown roster. Just, you know, we saw him show up a couple of times and now he's on the SmackDown roster. I can see Tiffany uh, having that transition. Flo Bob, seeing you shrug, do you disagree about Tiffany Stratton? Uh, I don't disagree, but I kind of wish she had a bounce back since her match over at, at NXT No Mercy. The segment worked. If Asuka's there, why not make yourself known and say, this is my territory. You don't go here. But, like, she was gone for about two weeks, and she shows up doing that. You're like, I don't know. Promo, match, something else you could have done. You got beat by Becky Lynch. Get some of your swag back first before you try to go over the Empress of Tomorrow. I mean, isn't that how you get your swag back? You no. Chat Did it work? Tomorrow. Did it work? I, I don't think she ever lost her swag. I think it's always Tiffy time. I think she's going to be a massive star. As we see uh, in the chat, we have uh, MD say, MDB999 saying best moonsault in the business. Maybe the best swanton bomb. Yeah, I said it. Uh, I think that I think she's great. I think she's going to be an absolute superstar. Um, but that if Clearly, we're going to get Fallon Henley versus Tiffany Stratton down the road, and I think that that's going to be a good matchup for both people. But let's get to the let's get to the main event. Let's get to the thing that we all want to talk about here. Braun Breakers chat with Paul Heyman, and Heyman says that Breakers a future Mania main eventer, and Braun says he's going to break everyone. So Paul calls Roman Reigns. Then we get the match, and it's great. But the story is Braun goes to use the chairs. Cena stops Braun. Solo shows up, and Cena fights him off. Then Mello gets the win. His victory short-lived, though, as Braun spears the tar out of him. Afterwards, he says he's the only badass in WWE, and that's when the American badass rides in. Taker says one day he'll be special, but it ain't today, and he choke slams Braun. What a jerk. Uh, Issa, I, I see maybe you're not super happy because we got a phone call to, to Roman Reigns, and no Roman Reigns showed up. Were you disappointed? No, I guarantee you Roman Reigns has his phone and do not disturb. This guy's calling him all the time. Like, that's got to be mad annoying. Um, he's coming back on Friday. Like, what are you calling him for? You can't wait till Friday to tell him he's a tribal chief. If you had uh, if you had Roman's number, you'd call him all the time. Yeah, I no, would. I, wouldn't. I don't call anybody. I literally uh, call nobody. I hate talking on the phone. <laughs> you would text him all the time then. I'm not I'm not big on talking to people, period. <laughs> it's a fact. Like you can Why ask like, like you can ask anybody that knows me. I'm the kind of person like my issue is I either respond immediately or two weeks later. There's no happy wow. medium with me. It's like so right if, away or two weeks later. So if I'm always- like if I'm trapped in the well, forget it. Don't even bother texting you. I'm just pretty much dead. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. Are, do you no no it's okay as long as you're not one of those people though that always goes oh i didn't see this i'm just responding <laughs> no, 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 i'll just tell you like i i have well one of my phones is always on do not disturb always no matter what 
So like a lot of times people be like, I text it, you're not open it right in front of them. Say, okay, let me read it. And they'll be like, bro. <laughs> wow, my last words would be easy. I can save me now. Glub, glub, glub. So <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm not copying. I hate talking on the phone. I am not. I, I, I'm, I'm terrible with DMs. It's just, believe it or not, it's just not my thing. I, it's just, I'm fine. I just talk to my dog. His name so, is Roman, so I guess I do talk to Roman. Yeah, I was about time. to say, catch, <laughs> you, you got a loophole. Uh, but how did, how did you think about, what did you feel about the end of the show, Issa? Did you like how they uh, um, brought this one home? Yes, and I am, um, the match was a little too long in the sense of we've seen Braun and Melo a lot. And um, and if you're dual watching your experiences, I did. I did find myself paying more attention to what Christian was saying during the match and waiting for this to get to that point where mm -hmm. I knew we were going to get to, right? Um, so there, there was a lot of like, what's going to keep your attention tonight, right? That's, that was the fun part for me, trying to have both shows on. It's like, which screen am I going to be looking at? It tells you what's the down point for something. I thought they had a great match, yes. But I, I I wanted it to get to where we needed to get to. I mean, we had a surprise announced. You had John Cena out there. I thought Solo coming out was a great added bonus. Same with LA Night. We did get some people that weren't advertised and still showed up tonight. Um, but we all knew what we were doing this for. And I'm just like, can we get to that? That that was that was the mood that I was in because we just think. And they always put on great matches, don't get me wrong. And this was fun. But we've seen Melo and Braun Breaker a lot. It's, uh, it, I'm glad you said that because I actually honestly felt kind of the same way. I love both these guys. I'm a big fan of both of them. But based on the show and knowing that Undertaker was going to do something, the entire time, even yeah. not even thinking of the Undertaker, I was like, something's going to happen. And so you're kind of just waiting for the moment yeah. to happen. And then when you're like, oh, they still got 15 minutes, you're, you're kind it's harder to – be interested in it because you know the thing is going to happen. You're like, well, I got to wait until the end for the thing to happen. Uh, that said, Flobo, I knew Undertaker was was coming. They advertised him. I knew something was going to happen. I still lost my mind when the gong hit. What, what was your thoughts on the end of the match and the the gong? Maybe I'm wrong in chat. Let me know what you think about this. But like seeing what Undertaker ended up actually doing at the end of this match, I wonder if it would have been different had they not put the gong on the promo on NXT. We're already on board for Cody. We're already on board for John Cena. Uh, if it was just Braun Breaker winning it, saying I'm a badass, black gong, would that even be a more viral moment? Or maybe I'm just overthinking it. Look, uh, Braun Breaker and Carmella Hayes are great. Was it as good as the WrestleMania match? No. Was it as good as the match before that? No, but it was a fine, good way to show what NXT is, especially for somebody who never watches the show. You tune in for John Cena. It was a good way of showing what the, the thing could do. But that said, I was kind of expecting something bigger. Not in a bad way. I was satisfied. Props up to NXT, but I thought something else would have happened on top of that to make that musty television. Flobo, my, I, I want to follow up with something here. Uh, again, I had fun. I thought this was a really fun episode of NXT. Uh, and it's been a fun after show, by the way. But looking through this show the main roster was undefeated in this episode um, yeah. and a lot of nxt stars took some big l's tonight because the main roster was on was do you think the nxt was hurt in any way by this or was it the right move to have the main roster stars kind of sweep 
the field here. So ultimately, I'm going to say no because it didn't really feel like it was SmackDown when NXT threw in. It really felt like like the stars went down to NXT. It was what does John Cena look like in Florida? So ultimately, it's going to be something that's going to help it out. But that said, if I'm a casual person who's never give NXT a shot and I watch this episode, and then next week there's no John Cena, no Cody Rhodes, uh, no Oscar, will I be disappointed? There might be a step down. I'd be curious to see what people are tuning into next week at all there. So I think they hit all the right moves for this, but it may be a short-term hit for a long-term game. Uh, Christopher Steichleather saying Ilya beat Dominic, so main roster didn't sweep. Uh, Dom's the North American champion. He's an NXT guy. Yeah, but he's main roster. He came from the main roster to get that North American championship. I mean, so He never even went to NXT! Come on! There's a lot of people from the main roster who came back to NXT. That's uh, that's not... Baron Corbin! He didn't come back. He just showed up to get the title. He's still showing up. Baron Corbin came back and stayed there. Dom is going throughout all the show. Dom's been on every episode for like months. Every episode of every show, Jack. You well, don't I see don't Baron Corbin show up on Raw and SmackDown. Just because he you? outworks everybody. That's not... <laughs> Outwork everyone. And you're dead no, dead. No, NXT, <laughs> NXT didn't look bad. Nobody lost to anybody yeah. outside of Roxanne to Asuka. Like, look, I thought this was a super fun show. I got to ask the hard-hitting questions. Okay? It's not hard-hitting. It's nothing that... what You're making this up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what else did NXT look Like, none of these guys even wrestle. Look, I love this kind of... This is my favorite kind of wrestling show. I loved it all across. I just... I got to ask combative questions. That's, you know, get people... Get people talking. All right, yeah. stop, stop your Yeah, you're wrong. So stop, stop, your, stop your fan in the, fiction and yeah, get back to the show that we got tonight. We hate Jack. Okay. We hate Jack. Okay. You're right, you're right. I don't want to... We'll stop the fighting. Issa, Braun Breaker, best spear in the business. Correct? No. Oh, absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. It's Charlotte Flair, by the way. Let's be real. It's Actually, Goldberg as long as Goldberg's walking. Goldberg, uh, he quit. <laughs> they fight. They retired him. He's not going to wrestle again. Go- Goldberg. You don't see that spear that Bobby Lashley hit on Rey Mysterio the other week? Not, oh, my God. It was brutal. Yeah. yeah. There's it a was, lot of it was, it, was, it was gross. It was actually. <laughs> I was like, he's dead, dead. Yeah. <laughs> That, that was a uh, when they got to the back. Are you okay, bro? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that does it for us. That does the whole show. We got uh, a, a lot of people arguing about the best spear in the business. Um, I guess the people are going. It's provocative. Baby <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe> eyes. Gargano. <laughs> like, I go. It, at yeah. least. Say Edge. I call Edge the B plus spear. So, dude, dude, Gargano charges up like Slog the Hedgehog. He's like, mm. <laughs> that is not a spear. I'm sorry. What Gargano? The, what? Saying he charged like Sonic the Hedgehog is actually something he's no! like. <laughs> You're right, dude. Let's You're go, right. Tails. <laughs> Does that make Champa Tails? Bye. So let's let's wrap up the show. Everyone, let me know what you thought of the of the. Uh, of the uh the show in the chat also if you like drunk g junk cody or gm cody uh flobo overall thoughts on the show and where can the world find you online and all the stuff you're working on there's a lot of hype going to nxt especially with it being super tuesday and it deliver on all fronts you can find me at flobo boys on that x and that blue sky as well um and isa how about you what what uh where can we find you online and what were your overall thoughts of the show? I thought it was a fun episode of NXT. 
I, I really enjoyed it. I loved everything, and I thought everybody was used properly. Uh, NYC Demon Diva all across socials. And uh, I thought this was absolute fun. It was exactly what I like in pro wrestling. This is my favorite type of show. Uh, so I thought it was fantastic. Uh, for people asking, and maybe who didn't hear in the beginning, uh, tomorrow we are doing the AEW Dynamite podcast. It's going to be at noon Eastern. Uh, we wanted to give a full show to both broadcasts tonight because both of them are such big shows. So we wanted to give respect to each. Um, so that'll be tomorrow. You can find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. I also got to do some ring announcing for PCW Ultra at the world famous Rose Bowl this weekend. You can see that show on remix.tv that is w-r-e-m-i-x.tv it's free wrestling show so it's a cool uh cool app to check out just watch free indie wrestling uh so check that out i'm also gonna be doing santino bros night of the human death match on october 26th Yikes. on commentary so if you want to hear me say things like ew ugh, no don't those are the kind of things you're going to hear me say on commentary. Uh, I hear for free. Why would I go to the commentary? No, I'm just kidding. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, at Real Jack Farmer, that does it for us. Make sure to follow Wrestling Inc. Uh, as well for all the greatest wrestling news. And again, our AEW coverage tomorrow at noon Eastern. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.